Aloha, I'm Felicia Miller-Johnson, and I conduct work-life video interviews with career professionals that become an off-intuitive conversation. Aloha and welcome to another episode of All Intuitive Conversation. I'm Felicia Miller-Johnson and I conduct work-life video interviews with career professionals that become an All Intuitive Conversation. As an executive coach and life coach, I hope to encourage people to live smart and ascend to new levels of success in their work life. And so today I get to connect with Chidi. So let's bring him to the screen. Aloha, Chidi. Hi, how are you doing today? I am doing well. How are you today? Very well. Awesome. Well, where are you connecting with me today from? Um, the beautiful city of Edmonton, Canada. Ah, Canada. Okay, so Canada. Are you from there? Born and raised? No, I am a recent immigrant to Canada. Um, I was born and raised in um, the eastern part of Nigeria, West Africa. Ah, okay. So tell me about that that transition from Nigeria to Canada. Like, when did you do that? Was that when you were a kid, an adult? Yeah, no, that was just about five years ago. Um, I came in with my family, wife, and three boys. Um, it's been exciting, um, but yeah, I've also been full of a lot of uh, upheavals. It's the most destructive thing that we've done in our life. <laughs> Moving from Kings, uh, Kings and Kings, Showground and everything and coming over here. So, yeah. Hmm. Tell me more about that. Like, The thing is, sometimes people don't know the challenges that come with you know, living where you are born, moving to another country. It's actually very, very... Um, it involves a lot of transitions mm-hmm. and it's, it involves calls into being your ability to be resilient okay because it's a, a new culture different different mindset different world worldview i think that one of the even though we've been widely traveled before we decided to settle to come over and settle in canada we've been widely traveled for holidays and for um, leisure and for business Mm-hmm. But it was still a huge um, challenge for us to find our feet. Okay. So tell me like the beginning. So you're in um, Nigeria and you like I said, you've traveled and you decided, okay, let's move our family to Canada. What was the, the reason behind that? Like, why do you even want to move? Uh, that's a great question. They, I had my um, postgraduate education in in University of Warwick, England, mm-hmm. and then after I, before then I had been a banker. Okay, I've been I've had many years of working as a, a banker. So I took a break, went for my postgraduate education, and then came back to the country, mm-hmm. uh, and then started working. But I. I have, I, I looked at the trend of things going on in the country and it wasn't like, it wasn't 
looking towards the right direction. And mm -hmm. I felt this was the time for us to take a uh, take a walk. And then we started thinking, where can we go that will give us that sense of uh, progress and uh, ability to uh, get all our talents out. And it was fast track. That decision was fast track after I went through a kidnap experience. And so by the time I came out from that kidnapping experience, um, I decided it's time for me to move. Mm. Wow. Okay. So that gave a whole new meaning because the first card that came out was contract. Um, but I wasn't sensing contract per se, but it's interesting that you said the whole kidnapping experience. But now that kind of makes sense because usually when you're a kidnapper, you usually are blindfolded and you're taken um, to this other place. And so she was, you know, blindfolded. But then there was this whole injustice to that, right? They're, they were breaking a law or a criminal trespass um, in that sense. Um, and then the next card that came out was a man by himself, um, holding a heart um alone but this one the heart has this little little glow kind of thing here that's missing to that and he seems relaxed and seems in love but i'm hearing that you weren't necessarily loving the country where you were you were at at that time you were not really seeing you know the hopefulness and, and where you wanted your go where you wanted to go in order to be the next card that came out was a happy family. Ultimately, yep. you wanted your family to be having peace and love and being able to go out and enjoy those those different things. So kidnapping experience. GD, like tell me about this. I'm like uh, it's uh it's one of those defining moments in in uh, a life that uh, you did not plan for, but it, it comes down upon you. So I was going to go pick my kids from school in around 4 p.m. Um, and then um, got into this road. There was a vehicle that was parked on the side of the road. I slowed down for the vehicle to come in because it looked like it wanted to come into the road. Mm -hmm. And then rather than coming into the road and driving off, they, they came into the road and blocked me. And, and then uh, this uh, six, six gentlemen, six people came out. I don't know if I can call them gentlemen in that sense, came out with people and all that, you know, and then the ordeal started. It was, it was a horrible thing because uh, I was in the kidnap den for, for six, six days. And, um, yeah, and then uh, my family and friends rallied around to, get money to pay the ransom if I was let go. However, within that period, there were so many times during the, um, the experience, it was a, it was touch and go. There were times that my, my life were threatened and it was, I was just a bullet away. So it was difficult. I totally got chills because the next card that came out was a trigger statement that says, like, I doubt it. Like the feelings of that you may be experiencing, am I going to make get out of this you know situation my life is threatened but then it says it's the theme of is an opportunity and it says a true statement there is hope um sounds like your family probably still had hope that they were going to be able to find you and that you're going to be released and the bottom of the card literally says with fresh eyes see the potential within this situation and so i'm going back to how it was kind of blinded in the the beginning and so it becomes okay 
I'm kidnapped. You know, my life is threatened. But sounds like in the midst of that, the new opportunity was, it's like, now I see this, I'm alive. I would say, did you then come from that experience having a new appreciation for for life and family and what that means? Absolutely. It was uh, like I... <laughs> Like I said, it was a very defining um, experience for me. And so when you get as close, when you have a, 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 a life and death experience, you are, your attitude to life changes. When you get as close, yeah. So when I came out, it was more or less like, no, uh, I needed to secure my, my family. Okay. I needed to make sure everybody around me was secured. Um, that's one. Number two, it also changed my life, my whole life um, view. So when I came to Canada, a lot of people thought I was going to go back to banking, mm. right? Which was what I have been I've been doing before. But I decided I wasn't going to do use the rest of my life to do banking again. I felt that this was the time for me to start giving back because there were so many things I wanted to do, and I said, okay, later in life I'll do this, I'll do that. that, that, that. And part of what I what I started doing was to I made a conscious decision to work uh, with people in the disability field. So yeah. people, I, I served people at the margins of the society, people who had intellectual and developmental disabilities. And it has been so enriching because um, um, these were sets of people who needed, I believe, in my, in my, you know, who needed a lot of support, a lot of um, people believing in them and all that. And here I am coming from the hard-charging part of banking, figures, numbers, targets, and everything, and saying, uh, you know, walking within that margin. So it's, uh, for me, it, it, it helped me make that connection to say, this life is not just about money. It's not just about that level of, uh, um, um, this. and then I went back mm -hmm. to doing the things that really, I, if you ask me, really, that really matters. That, <laughs> those things are probably what you love that brings joy, you know, um, to your heart. It's like you say, it wasn't making, it wasn't that, um, but helping other individuals with um, disabilities and everything. So how does a man that's had that experience of being kidnapped, how did you make sure that you didn't have, because like I said, the corner of the heart didn't have bitterness in your heart from that situation? Um, when you are faced with difficulties, there are two ways to react to it. Number one is to say, uh, why me? And then the other one would be to say, uh, there must be a reason why God, the universe, or whatever it is that we believe in, had allowed me to go through this experience. And uh, it's, it's, it's left to me, it was given to me as a gift to make me better. That's one. The second part of it is that if you go becoming very bitter, you are also saying that you're not grateful, right? For mm -hmm. the fact that you survived through this whole uh, episode and came out because nothing was guaranteed, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing was guaranteed. So um, you choose your reactions or your responses to this. I guess also comes from the kind of mindset that you have. If you have a resilient mindset, then you take it in your stride and then you can build upon it. Like, like um, by the special grace I have been able to do. 
um, rather than dwelling there and, and bemoaning yourself and living in safety, etc. That doesn't have a, that doesn't help anybody. That doesn't move the conversation forward. Now I'm able because of the experiences that I've gone through, being able to talk to people to say, when you go through such life-shaking experiences, it's not the end of the world. There are some beautiful things at the end of that spectrum. There are some beautiful things that happens when you when you pause a little bit and come into it, look at it again from a point of gratitude because you may you, you can't afford to lose what you have to all that you've lost. Okay. Mm -hmm. so that, that's the spirit that I, that that makes me I, I don't feel bitter about it to be honest. Well, because we got chills, because as you're explaining the situation, the card that came out to um, literally says, where do I go from here? That's the trigger. And then it says, true statement, I allow life to flow through me. And at the bottom it says, inspiration has arrived and you will work through as you move forward. And that was literally what you said about moving forward, like from this situation. And it's like the theme of this card literally says ignite. So it's like, had that not happened, like I said, you might have continued to do the whole banking thing and just gone on with the life and stayed there and then may not be like this whole successful thing, you know, for your family. But it's like that whole situation ignited the whole thing for your, your life and you're changing. And now you're serving in this whole other, you know, field to be able to encourage people, your family has has moved and I'm sure they are feeling this joy and happiness um, from that. So taking that whole opportunity to like, you know, you doubt what your life is. Cause there are gonna be people out there that are like, okay, I went through this experience what is it for? Why, why is me, right? But then, like you said, it's an opportunity to say, okay, where can I go from here? How can I move forward in like this particular situation? Yeah. Absolutely. So with this whole vision that you have and this experience and happiness, tell me, what do you envision for you and your family two years from today? Um, I am hoping that I can build up on the experiences that I have. Uh, my first is that, um, again, because we've come to Canada and the period where we came in, we didn't see that much of comprehensive resource support for people who are coming behind us. I decided okay. to do a book, okay? I decided to do a book, Coming to Canada, The Ultimate Success Guide. Now, what I plan to do is to leverage the experience, the book, and all that, to talk to people, to uh, impact my world and my community, and yeah. to say, it doesn't matter what it is that you're going through. Even when the the facts look so there. Um, there are things that are beautiful can still come out of it, right? Beautiful things can still come out of it. Um, there's a, there are people that uh, I hope my message will empower, my message will inspire. I, I'm hoping that I'm able to connect with people at that level where they say, um, if all of this could happen to this guy and he's still this way and he's still pushing and he's still doing this, then it's um yeah there's still hope more or less there's still i'm still able to do things because sometimes what happens is that when we go through traumatic experiences we tend mm -hmm. to shut down mm -hmm. we tend to shut down we tend to shut in we don't we don't allow ourselves to uh, embrace the opportunities that come from there 
And I hope that I'll be able to carry that message uh, through my speaking um, engagements to people to say, it's not the end of the world. There are so many things that you can still do. And look, you can tell this story from a position of hope. That's, you're definitely aligned with that. Because like I said, you went from that whole situation of being blinded, kidnapped, you know, against the whole law contract. And like I said, you went right to this man that still has this heart. You've had this experience in your heart, but yet you're still open. You're still receptive, still there. And then your family, like you're still connected and engaged, you know, with your family. And it went on to say, you know, the opportunities and to ignite, where do you go from here? The next card that came out was still in line with what you said, because it talks about the second um, chakra, the sacral chakra. And it says, reward myself. I know that I am truly worthy and deserve to receive the good things of life, and I give myself permission to have them. It's time to enjoy the fruits of my labors. I aim to incorporate and embrace fun and joy in my life. I realize that all work and no play is a recipe for energy flow disruption and exhaustion. I allow myself to experience and receive more pleasure in my life, and I am flexible and open to change. I am receptive to embracing activities and events that come my way, even those I may have avoided in the past. And it's like, wow, that's just like so beautiful of what you did. Like I said, that experience, you might want to have avoided that, but you're still open and embracing that and loving that. And like you're taking that whole situation and showing good to others, which ultimately, as we say, you are definitely a limited example of, encouraging people to live smart and ascend to new levels of success in their work life. That's correct. Yeah. I love that. Chidi, thank you so much. So if those individuals that are wanting to connect with you and learn more about your experience and how you may be able to maybe help them with their transition coming to um, Canada, how can they reach you? Um, so my website is chidispeaks.com. Uh, I can, I'm also, uh, but you can also connect with me via email uh, at uh through my social media channels, LinkedIn, um, Facebook, Instagram, um, yeah, any of those. I love that. Thank you, Chidi, for coming and sharing your light with us today and encouraging everyone to live smart and ascend to new levels of success in their work life. If you're interested in having an executive or life coaching session with me, reach out to me at sevenfoldcoaching.com. And until we meet again next week, this has been another episode of All Intuitive Conversations. Mm -hmm.